150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 2. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. It is Friday, November 29th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. In the first nine months of 2019, International Christian Concern has documented 34 incidents of abduction, assault, rape, and forcible conversion against Christian women and girls in Pakistan. Given these statistics, rights activists in Pakistan are concerned by the vulnerability of Christian women in Pakistan. In October 2019, a 13-year-old Christian housemaid was sexually assaulted and blackmailed by Kari Zahid, a Muslim cleric of an Islamic seminary in Shujahabad. According to Iqbal Masih, a local social activist, Zahid assaulted the victim multiple times. Quote, the first assault happened in the evening as she stood out on the street. Kari Zahid forcibly took her to his seminary where he raped her. He then threatened that he would kill her and her family if she opened her mouth against him, unquote, Masih told ICC. Quote, later, Zahid started blackmailing the Christian teenager and raped her often. She told me that she hated herself for her vulnerability and wanted to die, unquote, Masih continued. Quote, however, she later decided to raise her voice against Zahid and shared everything with her parents, unquote. Local police have since registered a first information report against Zahid. However, no arrest has been made at the time of writing. Another Christian girl named Maria, age 15, was raped by five Muslim men, including two policemen in October in Farazwala. In a video posted to Facebook, Maria said, quote, I was at home alone. My parents went away out for some business. Zahid and his friend knocked at the door to collect an installment of a loan, which my father has taken from an Islamic organization. The policeman told me that since my father has not paid the installments on time, I had to accompany them to the office for witnessing and updating the officials, unquote. Maria continued, quote, they took me to an unknown place instead of the office. The five men continued, including the policeman, raped me. They beat me and threatened to keep me silent. However, I need justice and punishment for the culprits, unquote. While speaking with ICC, Maria's father explained that Maria was, quote, thrown, unquote, near a local church the following day. He went on to accuse the police of pressuring his family to keep silent if they want to live in peace. Others, quote, others are now threatening us to, threatening to withdraw our complaint against them, unquote, Maria's father reported. Quote, Christian girls are taken for granted in this society. Persons belonging to the Muslim community know that Christians are too weak to approach the police and are unable to bear legal expenses of bringing a case. Therefore, they take advantage of the situation and humiliate Christian girls with impunity. The authorities must take care of the marginalized groups and protect them, unquote, Ifat Mali, a Christian activist, explained to ICC. So this is... It's horrible that that Christian women and girls are targeted um, for sexual assault, for abduction, for all of these things. I mean, we've heard story after story after story um, 
particularly we continue to talk about Leah Sharabu, who is still held in captivity because of her faith in Christ. So uh, Pakistan is just a place where the Muslim men uh, find Christian girls to be easy targets. So they, they take advantage of that um, simply because they're Christian. And so we need to continue to pray for our Christian sisters uh, in Pakistan. Again, no updates whatsoever on Leah. Um, haven't seen anything new come across Twitter or the internet or anything um, in the last couple of weeks since you know early middle of the month when there was a lot of activity going on, letters being written from American, uh, the American Congress to the president of Nigeria, and still nothing has been done to secure the release and freedom of Leah Sharabu. So continue to pray for her, pray for uh, protection from her captors, pray for her physical uh, safety, her spiritual safety, her emotional safety. Um, pray that her her and her family's faith, faith will stay strong during this time um, and that God would use her willingness to stand firm in her faith uh, to be a catalyst for him to draw others uh, to come to a saving knowledge, repentance, and faith in him. And that brings us to our world watch list for today. We are at number two, Afghanistan. And I will get there if my tablet will allow me to. So some facts about Pakistan. Its region is Central Asia. Uh, persecution type is Islamic oppression. The persecution level is extreme. Population is 36,373,000 with a few thousand Christians, an unspecified number. The main religion is Islam. Uh, the government is a presidential Islamic Republic, and the president is Ashraf Ghani. Afghanistan is an Islamic state by constitution, which means government officials, ethnic group leaders, religious officials, and citizens are hostile toward adherence of any other religion. This means any expression of any other faith other than Islam is simply not permitted to exist. Officially, there are no Christians in this 99% Muslim state, apart from international military staff, diplomats, and non-governmental organization workers. Afghan Christians, mostly those with a Muslim background, are in hiding as much as possible due to the fear of Christian persecution. A, to convert to a faith outside Islam is tantamount to treason because it's seen as a betrayal of family, tribe, and country. The term civil society is virtually unknown in Afghanistan. So any groups who advocate for, the social, for social development, women's issues, religious and ethnic minorities, or human rights can do little to influence the country's political development. Groups supporting the rule of law, participation in the political process, or government accountability are quickly suspected of being agents of the West. The security situation continues to deteriorate due to the influx of foreign militants who have pledged allegiance to ISIS. The, Islamic, the radical Islamic Taliban have also increased in strength and their fighting units are present in more regions than in the last few years. At least half of Afghanistan's provinces are either ruled or contested by the Taliban. Even government officials are hostile towards Christianity as are ethnic group leaders, leaders of local mosques, and ordinary citizens. Anyone leaving Islam is seen as betraying their tribal community. In most cases, conversion brings shame for the family. Family members will do all in their power to bring the convert back to Islam or to atone for the shame. 
Multiple radical Islamic vigilante groups fight for the honor of their interpretation of their religion, and any deviation, even if only perceived, is highly dangerous. All Afghan Christians are converts from Islam and are not able to live their faith openly. Very often there is only one possible outcome for exposed for exposed and caught Christians. They will be killed. Neither radical Islamic groups nor converts' extended families show mercy in this respect. Converts are considered insane to leave Islam, and some may end up in a psychiatric hospital and have their houses destroyed. The family, clan, or tribe has to save its honor by disposing of the Christian. There are reports that several converts were killed in the 2019 World Watch List reporting period, but for security reasons, no details can be published. Even foreign Christian aid workers have been targeted and killed as recently as May 2017. Any visible acts of Christian worship are dangerous, as all religion, religious quote-unquote changes are noticed and reported. This often means that converts have to relocate. Neighborhood pressure and the influence of the Taliban or the ISIS-affiliated group is strong. If someone is found to be even exploring any faith other than Islam, especially if conversion is suspected, the penalty can be death, depending on the individual family situation. Christians will be employed as long as it's believed they are Afghan Muslims. If it is discovered that they are even exploring Christianity via websites or some other manner, immediate action is taken to re-indoctrinate them until they or any group involved comply. This can mean torture. Prayer points for Afghanistan. Uh, Christian converts from Islam face strong pressure from family, friends, and neighbors, and even can even be attacked. Pray for these believers to have courage and protection. The Islamic Republic of Afghanistan does not allow conversion from Islam. Please pray for a softening of the country's leadership and local rulers. Pray for isolated believers in Afghanistan, many of whom are totally cut off from any other Christians. And pray for secret Christians living in areas controlled tightly by radical groups like ISIS or the Taliban. Pray for their protection that they will be able to find other believers in their areas. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you. We thank you that throughout this year, you have allowed us to come together um, across vast amount of space and even time, Lord, that we have come together as a body of believers to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in you. And Father, we, we praise you that you presented us with a manner in which we can do this. So we pray that you continue to use this to your glory, Lord, um, that Many others will come uh, and join us as we pray uh, for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith and give you glory in these situations, God. We, we lift up our sisters uh, specifically in Pakistan right now, Lord, that they are such a target for um, persecution from Islamic men. They see them as easy targets because they can't either are afraid to go to authorities or can't afford to... Uh, to go through court proceedings, Lord. So uh, we pray that you would protect uh, those women who are, are targeted by Muslim men. Lord, we pray that, that you would in some way bring conviction upon these men who have done these horrible acts. Um, Lord, one, we want to see them repent and, and turn from their sin. Uh, but Lord, we want to see justice done. So in these situations, these two specifically that we talked about today, God, we pray that, that you would execute justice in these situations through the courts uh, in Pakistan, Lord, that you would turn 
the hearts of, of those uh, local magistrates that you would be sovereign and that justice would be done. Father, we lift up our sister Leah again to you. Uh, we pray that you continue to protect her um, in her, her current situation, being held captive by this Boko Haram offshoot, Lord. Again, I pray that, that you would use her willingness to stand firm in her faith through 91 weeks of captivity, Lord, that you would use that to draw these Muslim men to yourself. Father, we want to see nothing more than than these people repent and put their faith in you to see them come to to be saved. Lord, we, we do desire justice. We do desire worldly justice, but ultimately we desire to see repentance and more and more people come to know you. And so we pray that you would use these situations, God, to draw people to yourself. We pray for Leah and her family that their faith would be strong, that they would have peace, and that they would give you glory, Lord. And then we lift up our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan. Those who have converted from Islam, we pray that you would protect them from the the violent attacks of friends, family, um, local communities, and even the government, God, that you would uh, allow them to live out their faith um, and be glorified in that, Lord. We do pray that, that you would change the laws of the land, that, that more religious freedom would be uh, enjoyed there in Pakistan or in Afghanistan, Lord, that, that you would begin to bring in legislators that would change, that would move away from such a strict Islamic rule and, and would allow for um, alternate uh, methods of, of worship and alternate religions, Lord. And, and again, we pray that, that you would raise up evangelists um, in the midst of a, a, a country of isolated believers, people who are willing to stand and preach the gospel. Um, one, I just pray that, God, that you would draw believers together to where there would be good, uh, solid discipleship happening. But, God, we pray for, for the spreading of your word, that, that other Christians would, uh, other people would come to know your gospel, to hear your gospel, and that you would use that telling of the gospel through your Holy Spirit to regenerate these people and draw them to yourself, Lord. Um, that we would see a, a huge increase in Christian brothers and sisters in the country of Afghanistan, Lord, and that in that, that you would receive all the glory. And it's in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys again for, for coming uh, throughout this entire month, day after day, to spend 15 to 20 minutes uh, listening to situations that are happening to our brothers and sisters around the world and then lifting them up in prayer. Again, I would encourage you to invite anybody who is willing to take some time to, to pray and, and just be aware of what's happening to come and join the, the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Send them over to the Evangelical Norm podcast on YouTube. Um, they can subscribe there, or you can find us on uh, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and any number of other uh, audio platforms uh, where you listen to podcasts. So again, we appreciate everybody being willing to come and to pray um, to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.